0: Good morning, and greetings to each one in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for coming, and thank you for all that each of you have shared already, contributing to the service. So this morning you can turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 to start. And we'll read verses 12 or verses 28 to 31 of 1 Corinthians 12. <clears throat> I think I'll include verse 27. Now, ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but co- covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet sh- show I unto you a more excellent way. I read that scripture for the purpose of one little word in there that we'd like to look at today, and that is the, the word Helps. Found in verse 28, God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongue, and so forth. The little word helps. I've uh, titled the message today, The Ministry of Helps. Uh, what is Helps. Have you ever helped someone? I think uh, we all know what, what it means to, to help or to be helped. The, um, the definitions that are given as it's used here in the scriptures is the idea of laying hold of, uh, to take hold of, in turn to, uh, to succor, uh, to participate different words like that, to give someone assistance. <clears throat> and there are several scriptures that I'd like to look at that uh, are somewhat examples of this particular truth, particular uh, situation. Um, 1 Corinthians, we are in 1 Corinthians. Just turn the page to chapter 16, verses fifteen and seven, 15 to 17. Here says, I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Ste- Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaï, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints, that ye submit yourselves unto such, and every one that helpeth with us and laboreth. Uh, there we have uh, Stephanus given as an example. Of one who helps. And we have then the uh, next verse 16. To everyone that helpeth with us. So Paul had a lot of helpers. He had a lot of people that exercised the ministry of helps. In his life and, and ministry. Um, in Romans 16 we have another example given from Paul. Just going back a couple pages to Romans Verse uh, 3 and 4. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who have for my life laid down their own necks, unto whom now, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. So, here Paul lifts out and uh, commends Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ. So, they they were known as helpers they were known as a couple that exercised the ministry of helps and paul uh in first corinthians 124 identifies himself as a helper in helping people maybe i'll read that verse as well uh let's see first corinthians Uh, that's not the right reference. Okay, it's Second Corinthians, uh, Second Corinthians one twenty four. Not for that. Not not for that. We have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy. For by faith ye stand, and he he identifies himself uh, as one of his ministries. Is uh, he's a helper of their joy. Uh, in ministering to them. So we have the, the ministry of helps. Uh, some other words that. Are used in scripture. A few times. And in scriptural examples. Uh, the word succor. Comes up uh, several times. And that word means to come to, to the aid of another. Hebrews 2, verse 17 to 18. Uh, this is... Uh, well, I'll read it. You'll get the context. Wherefore, in all things, it behooved him, Jesus, to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people, for in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted, and there it's uh, Jesus in in living where we lived and or where we live, um, experiencing the limitations of the body and, and experiencing the the same things we experience, the temptations of the body and the desires of the body, and dealing with all those things uh, because he. Uh, he was there and he walked through it and therefore he is able to, uh, help us. Uh, he's not, uh, he's not, he, he's touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He's able to, uh, relate to us where we are, uh, when we, uh, whatever our situation is. He's able, he, he can help us. So he's, he's, uh, he's there. He, is able to succor us. The This word, the Greek word, and I didn't uh, make a note of the Greek word, but it shows up about six times in the scriptures. And uh, just some other places where that uh, word shows up is uh, Mark uh, 9.22. And oftentimes... It hath cast him into the fire and in, into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. That's that's the same word as uh, succor. Uh, if you can, ha- if uh, is a situation where it uh, brought the the lunatic, I uh, the, the was possessed of a devil and was thrown into the fire, and it would and the uh, came to Jesus with a situation and uh, describes it and then he says, uh, the father says, if you can uh, do anything for us, have compassion on us and help us. Uh, That's the same idea. Help us. Helps. Ministry of helps. Help us. Another word that... uh, is used in scripture that gives us uh, the kind of the same idea when we think about a ministry of helps is the word support. Uh, Paul, in in uh, Acts twenty thirty five, in speaking to the, he had gathered the church, elders of the churches together and in speaking to them, he says this, I have showed you all things how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak. And that's the word we were looking at, support the weak. And to remember the words of our Lord Jesus, how he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. And then in 1 Thessalonians 5.14, Paul again says, gives the same, uh, same words. He says, now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all, toward all men. So we have words like, when we think about the ministry of helps, we have words like uh, succor, uh, support. Um, yeah, there'd be others in Scripture that give the same idea of being there to aid, being there to lift up, being there to assist the ministry of helps. So, I'd like to look at some uh, examples in Scripture. First of all, a few in the Old Testament. Uh, think about Moses for a bit. And uh, and I'm thinking particularly of his time in the wilderness, or not yet, caring for his father-in-law's sheep. Uh, and this is a natural sense, obviously. But... Uh, he spent time helping in other words he was helping his father-in-law uh caring for his flocks uh think about david uh david spent uh lots of time uh, caring for his father's sheep uh ministering uh, a ministry of helps think about uh abigail he came along with his men. Uh, her husband wouldn't, and she did. She, uh, she exercised a ministry of helps in that time, in that hour of need. Uh, think about Elisha. He was a, a helper to Elijah, followed, well, journeyed with him, uh, Those are several Old Testament uh, examples. And then we have uh, the one in the New Testament here that we already uh, referred to, which is uh, Priscilla and Aquila. In Romans there, greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who have for my life laid down their own necks. Uh, They were obviously helpers. Uh, to Paul, and then there's another example in Scripture of them, and this one I'll let get you to turn to. It's in Acts 18:24, where Aquila and Priscilla were uh, helpers to another individual. Acts 18. beginning of verse 24, And a certain man, or a certain Jew, named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent, eloquent man and mighty in the Scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, being fervent in spirit. He spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom, when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them, and expounded unto him the way, more, the way of God more perfectly. And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, when he was come, helped them much, which had believed through grace. For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly showing by the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. And there we have actually two examples We have first of all Aquila and Priscilla and how they helped, uh, Apollos understand the the scripture more perfectly. He had, uh, he had a partial understanding, had been taught in the things of, uh, John the Baptist and so forth, but, uh, he had yet to be taught about the things of Christ and, uh, the Lord Jesus. And so they, they gave him a, a fuller, better understanding, and then he, in turn, helped the the churches there at Achaia. So there we have two examples of the ministry of helps uh, at work in in uh, in the church. We have uh, we have a, a, another person that is mentioned in the scriptures that we don't know. Uh, much about at all if I only find his name once Um, in Romans 16 verse 9 Paul says salute urban our helper in Christ Uh, whoever that was it's the only reference we have to him but he was a helper again to Paul Uh, he says our helper in Christ so he was exercising the ministry of helps apparently in uh, his uh, his life uh, journey, so there's there's a few examples from scripture of uh, folks that exercised the ministry of helps in their time in their day uh, in uh, various ways. The ministry of helps is a very uh, it's a fulfilling and a rewarding ministry. Uh, like Paul said, uh, again, and I don't think I quoted this verse before, but in Acts 20, verse 35, he says, yes, I did quote it earlier, I believe. But anyway, he, he says, I've showed you all things how that so laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of our Lord Jesus, how he said it is more blessed to give than to receive. So there's a blessing in, in, uh, uh, m- the ministry of helps in, you know, obviously if you're exercising the ministry of helps, there's someone in, uh, needs to be the other, uh, recipient of your ministry. <laughs> someone needs to be on the other end of the, of the scope. Uh, but the scripture exhorts us and encourages us that there is a greater blessing in being in ministering and giving in giving uh, than it is in receiving. And so that's something we always want to remember. Uh, it's a fulfilling ministry. It's a, it's a rewarding opportunity. And Jesus says in Luke 6, verse 38, Given it shall be given unto you, good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give into your bosoms. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again so in the measure that we give in the measure that we pour out we receive again and uh, so there is a blessing in in the ministry of helps in that way also in mark 9:41 jesus says for whosoever shall give un give you a cup of water in to drink in my name because ye belong to Christ. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. And there it's just a simple thing like a cup of water and uh, in the name of Christ or belonging to Christ because you belong to Christ. The, uh, you know, a cup, of co- a cup of water may seem like a small thing, but if 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 someone needs water, they need water you know and that can be said of of many things that we can give and minister when a person has a need they have a need and if we meet that need uh, are able to meet that need are able to understand the need and able to meet it uh, they be, they are blessed and 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 we are blessed in doing it proverbs 11 verse 24 uh, says there is that scattereth and yet increaseth. And that's the same idea. You know, scattereth, giveth out, you know. But then it also goes on and says, there is that withholdeth more than his meat, but it tendeth to poverty. Just remembering a verse, it talks a little bit about the liberal soul shall be made fat. I, That's all I'm remembering of it. I know there's more to it. But uh, again, the same idea. And then there's uh, uh, another verse I have here, Proverbs 13 verse 7, there is that maketh himself rich, yet hath nothing. There is that maketh himself poor, yet hath great riches. And that's Old Testament uh, verses with New Testament truth, really. Uh, the principle of the kingdom of God and in how that if we, if we try to um, retain and keep everything to ourselves, we lose. And if we distribute, if we uh, give out, we benefit. And that's, that's, that's on every level. It's on whether it's just uh, giving of our time and our effort to uh, minister to someone, meet someone's need, encourage someone, bless someone, whether it's... Uh, of our possessions, or whether, yeah, anything that is within our means to give uh, in appropriate ways. If we retain it, we lose. If we share it, if we give, we gain, we benefit. And uh, that's how the ministry of helps, and that's how the kingdom works. Helps using our gifts and abilities and resources to aid and benefit and assist another. And I'm of course thinking of uh, of it more in the spiritual sense this morning, uh, in in uh, ministering to the spiritual needs as opposed to just you know thinking of natural needs. While that is true, also. Uh, and if we were if we were living in situations where there would be a great lack of food and and necessary resources for living, uh, that side of things would take on a whole new meaning as well. Because uh, suddenly we have maybe we'd be in a situation and we have. We found uh, uh, something to eat, and we know our neighbor doesn't have anything to eat. And we know uh, we're not sure where we're going to get our next bite after we eat this piece. And yet we know our neighbor's also hungry, and suddenly uh, we have a choice of whether to share that little bit. And I probably the reason I'm reminded of those things some is, I uh, had the opportunity to read a book uh, that the setting was Russia, um, in the uh, difficulties that they faced when communism took over, and and the uh, the particularly the Mennonites, but even everyone uh, who were at one time a very prosperous people were suddenly overnight without anything, and. Within, within uh, days and weeks, were struggling to know where their next meal would come from, and the way they uh, the way they shared when one person got a hold of a little something to eat uh, was amazing. Uh, and so, that whole side of things would take on a whole different perspective when it, uh, in a in a message like this. If our environment were suddenly changed, you know, today, none of us are even worried about where we're going to get our next meals and our next month's meals and our next year's meals. Really, at this point, at least Uh, realizing things can change, but that's where we're at at this point. Whereas if we uh, were in a situation where we don't know where it's coming from. And we somehow managed to acquire. We went out in the wilds and, and f- managed to kill a hedgehog. And we brought it home and skinned it and and uh, fried it over the fire. And we have a neighbor right beside us that we know hadn't had anything in several days either. Now, do we eat that hedgehog all ourselves or do we share a little bit of it? Uh, ministry of helps. Those were real things in the... Uh, in the uh, the book that I read, uh, they scavenged, they scrounged, they've got anything they could get a hold of just to put a little food in their stomachs. All right, uh, as we think about uh, the ministry of helps, you know, there's, there's opportunities abound uh, you know in any group of people in you know we all we have our environments we live in uh whether it's our families, whether it's our church, whether it's our work environment, whether it's our community environment in any group of people, there are always those who are facing moments of need um you know it's it's just that way uh this week it might be this person or that person next week it might be uh you know someone else but we all in our in in life's journey we have those moments where we face moments of need and those are opportunities where if if others uh, are aware of those needs are able to minister able to encourage able to lift up as the scripture talk about lifting up feeble hands and so on. You know, even seasoned, mature believers have moments of need. Uh, I didn't look any of these up, but even Paul talks about, uh, you know, there was times when he was alone and he desired the fellowship of some of his companions and... and uh, what that provided for him. What I started to say there, even seasoned, mature believers have moments of need and sometimes it can be the youngest Christian or even the least mature believer that can meet that need. You know, that's that's a reality um, that we might not always think about. I know sometimes we we tend to look at uh, mature christians older christians and we tend to uh, feel like well they have it together you know they have it figured out uh, that might not always be the case uh, there are opportunities to to minister and and uh, meet the needs even in in that context ephesians says, From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. And that verse simply lifts out the fact that uh, every joint, every person, every uh, in the body of Christ, every uh, member has something to contribute. Has something to give. It Has you know, has a, a, a gift and a, and, a uh, and something that will benefit someone else in different points of the journey. We all have something that we can contribute to the well-being of those around us. Now, sometimes it can be hard to know. Um, I guess, first of all, it can be hard to know, even recognize that there's needs. Uh, And sometimes it will be hard to know if we even understand needs or realize needs. It can be hard to uh, know how do you actually minister to them. And I don't have all the answers for that. But I think probably one of the things, the greatest things that hinders us uh, is probably fear. uh, Afraid of failure, maybe afraid of misunderstanding, afraid of... uh, uh, not wanting to meddle in other people's lives, uh, different things like that, that can cause us to, to fear and not, uh, get involved, not, uh, reach out. Um, one of the things I've thought about is, uh, sometimes one of the ways we can sometimes, uh, Just a simple question like, is there anything that I can pray for you about? You know, just can be a simple way of trying to find out if there's something I can do to minister to this person or that person. Uh, Is there anything I can pray for you about? Is there anything going on in your life you'd appreciate prayer? You know, that kind of thing. can be a a non-threatening way, I think, to reach into someone's life. Uh, make yourself vulnerable and available. And uh, I thought about, uh, uh, and this is kind of uh, wrapping it up here, I thought about the, the poem that I've heard many, many years already. And, and uh, I know I've shared it a few, i shared pieces of it. It's called Others. I actually mentioned it here the other morning in prayer meeting Lord let me live from day to day in such a self-forgetful way that even when I kneel to pray my prayer shall be for others help me in all the work I do to ever be sincere and true and know that all and know that all I'll do for you must needs be done for others let self be crucified and slain and buried deep and and all in vain my efforts be to, and all in vain my efforts be to rise again unless to live for others. And when my work on earth is done and my new work in heaven be gone, may I forget the crown of one while thinking still of others. Others, Lord, others, let this my motto be. Help me to live for others that I may live like thee. The ministry of helps. Something that the scripture doesn't say a lot about, but it mentions it, like we looked uh, at that scripture in Corinthians. And yet I believe it is, uh, it is a, an important ministry, really. Uh, like I said, the scripture doesn't give us 25 verses about it, but it's, it's mentioned and it's, the uh, the principle or the idea of it, really it's it's summed up in the idea of uh, a selfless life, a uh, a life of caring and ministering and reaching out to others. Which that principle is permeates scripture. So it's a blessing to have just that little word in there. Uh, helps, just one little word helps. How can I help? How can I help someone? What can I do to help someone? What can I do to lift someone's load? What can I do to lighten someone's burden? What can I do to, uh, yeah, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ? Would be another idea that contains the same thoughts. So that's my encouragement for us today to think about the ministry of help's To uh, look for the opportunities that come our way and to bless and to be blessed while we're doing it. Perhaps we could take a moment and, uh, if you're able, stand to your feet and I'll close with prayer. Father, thank you again for this assembly, for each one present. Pray for those who would have had a desire to be with us and are not able as well this morning ask your blessing on their lives. And Father, today as we've uh, considered various uh, things here in the service, we do thank you that we have the freedom to gather and and teach and and, uh, be encouraged. Thank you for our governments that allow us this freedom. Pray that that could continue. And Father, that uh, we would not take it for granted, but Seize the opportunity, take advantage of it, make good use of it, and uh, build your kingdom, Lord. So, Father, again, uh, just commit these few thoughts to you. Again, bless us, bless us in our lives, each one in our personal lives, in our journey, in our walk, that we could uh, be blessed in reaching out, and also be blessed as uh, others uh, reach out into our lives, Father. We realize it's a reciprocal thing, uh, a reciprocal truth. So, Father, again, may your kingdom come, may your will be done in us, in us and through us, Lord, as we seek your face. We thank you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated.